you ever doom scroll? We got to doom scroll all the time, especially now. Especially right now, I can't stop. And I feel like there needs to be a way to just take a pause, you know, figure out how to not doom scroll. <laughs> hey, I'm Phil. And I'm Leora. And you're listening to What's Next In. Phil, I feel like today there's so many crazy things happening in this world. And I mean, I'm not going to name everything because I feel like every week there's something new. And I'm curious, how do you like, how do you just zen out? Like, how do you just take a step back and keep yourself, I don't know, like mindful, well, what what do you do? That is a good question. I don't really, uh, I'm not very good at that, to be honest with you. I find myself, especially these days, just doom scrolling and updating my phone on the latest um, terrible news that's happening. And it's scary. But I'll tell you this. Every morning I do a Wordle. And every morning I when, a throwback to our Wordle episode. Um, <laughs> and it actually just kind of, kind of helps me forget about all the doom and gloom for a minute. Uh, and then I go on Reddit. And then I'm reminded of it all and again. And you're back so to the doom scrolling. Stop, stop going on Reddit. <laughs> How about you? What do you do? Oh, I feel like, yeah, throwback to our Wordle episode. As an aside, I realize I've done it for 50 days straight. I don't think I've ever had a habit that just formed for 50 days straight, but here we are. Um, But aside from our lovely Wordle, I feel like doom scrolling is so prevalent. Mm -hmm. Like it's so hard not to doom scroll, especially because even if I do my like wellnessy things, it's all on my phone. Um, But what I do like to do is just throw on podcasts about things that are not like crazy relevant to today's day and age, just like random topics that are just something to get me thinking about something completely different um, and go for a walk. And I feel like it, A, gets me out of the house and going for a walk and lots of good things about going out in nature and blah, blah, blah. So it's lovely, but also just, um, just thinking about something completely different. I'll give you an example. I think it was an NPR podcast that was actually talking about why we have like three different Spider-Man versions right now. And they were talking about the licensing issues with Marvel. And it was like a really interesting slash funny situation. But like that topic is just so far away from things that I think about day in, day out that it's nice to just kind of, it's like an escape. So I walk outside and I escape with just something that's a very random topic. I feel like that helps me to just get outside of my bubble. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I think people need escapes now more than ever. Like I was reading a stat today uh, on Reddit again, uh, and it said something like 40% of all young people in Canada are reaching a mental um, breaking point. And I, when I first read that, I'm like, that can't be right. That seems 40%. Way, way yeah, 40%, four zero. And I thought that doesn't seem accurate. And then I thought, well, I, a lot, like a lot of these, it was a, it was based on a survey and it really depends on like, that's very subjective, right? Like how right. Can you determine what is your mental breaking point? Every, everyone's mental breaking point is different. And certainly I can, when you start looking at all of the things that are against us, whether it's uh, affordability, which we talked about, whether it's yeah. uh, uh, connectedness and, and getting off of social media, which we talked about, whether it's climate change or war or the pandemic, it just feels like there's so all these things that are bearing down upon us. Uh, and I think that's why we, we need these escapes more and more. 
Um, I, I like your examples of, of like listening in the sort of passive. For me, uh, I actually find that the best escapes are activity based. So, you know, whether it's uh, I, I play basketball every Sunday in a, in a, in a co-ed team or the other day uh, at work, we did uh, paint by numbers as like a group activity. That's nice. Yeah. And just like being able to be on like painting or, or strumming a guitar. Uh, I think they're engaging that part of the brain that's like hyper-focused and activity-based and doesn't like leave the room for you to wander to the bad places. Uh, that's how I think I'm realizing now that's how I, I, I avoid those bad places. I like it because it's, it's just somewhere that you can go. That's just a break, right? Like, especially with all the doom scrolling and craziness. Um, is there like something that, you know, is there something that you've noticed pre-pandemic versus in the pandemic that you do differently or do you feel like this is kind of how you've always dealt with things or kind of escaped I think I'm actually much more hyper aware of my mental health during the pandemic Mm -hmm. or the pandemic I think before the pandemic like yeah I mean mental health was important and all these sorts of things I think there are a couple of things that happened right like one um, certainly people are talking about mental health a lot more and that's a good thing that's very healthy uh, and then two, people's mental health was really strained because of the isolation of the pandemic and all these sorts of things. So it was just in general, more top of mind. And so I started paying attention to it more, but definitely before the pandemic, uh, I, like I, I didn't really think about mental health the way that I do now. And, and now I think of mental health, like normal health, right? Like you have to, right. you should go get a checkup. You should eat healthy. You should exercise that exact same thing. Like just because you do that for your body, uh, that also means you should do that for your, your mind, right? And your yeah. brain. Uh, but I never thought of it that way. So, uh, and, and I'm, I'm not really the, the best at, at doing those things consistently. Like I don't really like exercising unless it's activity-based and I don't right. really do things uh, like I don't meditate or do things for my mental health. Again, unless it's kind of activity-based or, or something specific like that. But how about you? Like, have you, have you always thought about mental health and, and uh, has that changed or your thinking changed at all during the pandemic? I think similar to you and probably similar to a lot of people, it's, um, you know, I was always aware that, you know, it's important to acknowledge if they're, you know, if something's off, but I feel, especially during the pandemic, just like you mentioned, it became less about, you know, this separate category, mental health and other health. It really became kind of this like full picture of like, how am I doing from just a general sense? Like I, t- I talk about like, you know, wellness, like wellness in terms of health, wellness in terms of mind, you know, your physical self, there's so many different aspects of it. Um, And so I feel like, especially kind of having the privilege of being home, I've started trying to, you know, do those walks a lot more. I've started to try to be a bit more diligent with yoga, but, um, you know, even meditation, and it's not something I do daily or really have a set routine, but, you know, when there's kind of more stressful moments in life, just taking a step back, which I find that pre-pandemic, I was really bad at. You just kind of like trudge through your day as quick as you can and on to the next one. But especially with the pandemic and everything that's happening now, trying to be, you know, slower and more mindful around like checking in with yourself and figuring out like what you can do to just have those escapes, have those moments that are, um, you know, help your, help your full self. Yeah. I, I really like that. And it's like the, the more holistic approach on what it means to be healthy as a person, both your body and in and, and your mind. And, you know, when I was growing up, like I, I reflected on, on this a bit because so my, my little sister is 11 years younger than me. So there's a bit of a generational 
small generational thing, right? Like I think she's, I think she's just the edge of the of of Generation Z. Um, and I, I like when I was in high school, we didn't really talk about mental health that much. And I, growing up, like my family never really paid much attention to it. And feelings, I mean, I, I, I come from kind of a like a traditional uh, Filipino uh, immigrant upbringing, so it was it's very conservative emotionally in that sense. And everyone has a kind of yeah. um, a role to play in the family. The dad is the dad, the mom is the mom, the child is the child. Uh, and you don't really talk about your feelings. You don't really talk about your mental health. But uh, my sister, and I think her generation, is much more open about talking about mental health and yeah. are much are much more vulnerable with each other uh, about mental health than I think I was when I was that age or that I even am really now. I mean, like, you know, we're having this conversation. But uh, I, it, I think that there, there's also like a, a double-edged sword to that, too, because you know, on one hand, it's important to talk about mental health, but it's on the other hand, um, it's it's almost dangerous if you talk about it superficially, right? Like, and if you hear, yeah. if you hear about like this virtue signaling, like, oh, let's, Bell, let's talk day. Like, yes, Bell, it's a good thing that you've brought that up and it's really yeah. nice, but like, is it, how much of an advertising campaign of that is there involved yeah. around, you know, the business of mental health and wellness and all these apps and all these sorts of things make it a little, feel a little icky to me too. Mm-hmm. So I, like I'm, I'm still trying to figure it out, like how, how to like measure, how to, to maintain, how to um, just communicate and understand mental health for myself, let alone for other people. Um, so I, I'm curious what you think about like the business side of, of, of wellness and how that's popped up over the last few years. Yeah. And it's funny because I feel like it's such an important topic. And I'm glad that, you know, as we get into these generations that, you know, it's being a lot more common to talk about it and commonplace to share it. Um, But with that, like you mentioned, it comes as kind of like capitalism sense of wellness, right? So you see all these ads for, um, you know, being targeted for, you know, what's your perfect like wellness day? Like you need the candle, you need this, you know, bathtub bomb, you need all these different things. And once you have all of these things and you have that perfect like picture moment, like that is wellness. Um, or, you know, often there's these like campaigns, like recharge that one night, um, you know, like take the bath, do the yoga face mask. Anyways, I'm babbling here, but I think that it's, um, it's unfortunate because what that means is it's it's kind of making you think that wellness is like this one instance. It's like, yeah. okay, I can like be, you know, extremely over my limits, not feeling great. But hey, if I take off that one day or if I, you know, spend the evening with my, you know, Netflix and my bath, like that, that is it. I've Wellness is a check mark. I've done it. I'm well. Um, and, you know, sure, that's fine and dandy. That's, that's, that's nice. But I think that it's important that the kind of underlying message doesn't get lost and that it's something you continue. You do it kind of day in, day out, um, not necessarily daily, but it's something that really becomes part of how you live your life as opposed to kind of taking a moment out and saying, okay, wellness check, I've done it next. Um, it's something I think it should become habitual. Yeah, no, I, I, that's a really good point. And I, I couldn't agree with you more the way that we've kind of commodified wellness in a sense where it's become this thing that we have to accomplish, uh, you know, and in and of itself that can add stress, right? Like, am I making time for me and all, and the wellness of me can add stress to that fact in and of itself. Yeah. So, and, and you know I, it, there, there was a there's a market for it right like the, the 
people uh, identified that in this time where everyone is feeling stressed out, where you know 40% of people feel like they're hitting the limit of their, their mental breaking point or whatever it may be, that um, of course there's gonna be a solution that's marketed towards that. Yeah. Uh, and so that, that, that begs the question then, like what do you think is next in that space? What do you think is next in, in whether it's, it's wellness from like a commercial standpoint or wellness from a personal standpoint, how do you think the the topic of mental health and wellness will evolve? It's a big question because, and there's so many different facets of it, right? There's everything from, like we mentioned, like your mental health, your physical health, there's so many different pieces of it. Um, I'm curious what's next in like moving away from this kind of more superficial wellness and moving towards like, Sure, like market to us if if it's an opportunity, it's clearly a trend. But how can we make it that's kind of more beneficial and not just a one off? So, I'm I'd be curious to see how companies begin to um, kind of become more kind of integrated with your life as opposed to um, adding another check mark that people are stressed about achieving. I love how you phrase that because it really becomes you know your it's a check mark which it really isn't it's something that should be integrated with your life and um, how you go on about it. What do you think? Yeah, no, I, I agree, and I, I think the marketing will change on it a bit, right? Like I think that there's going to be something else that will pop up. I think that the society, like society in general, will will evolve and different pressures will arise, and you know, like every generation has the thing that they solve for, right? Like you yeah. could say that. Earlier generations wanted, um, you know, the picket fence, the car. It was a, a almost a very materialistic uh, approach and keeping up with the Joneses. And people always talk yeah. about how millennials um, solve for experiences. And, and, and we really love being able to go do things and taste things and try things and live things. Um, I'm, I, I'm not really sure what Zoomers want yet. Actually, I haven't really looked into it. But I think it's, you know, they haven't reached to the point where they're in the consumer uh, market in order to purchase uh, and be catered to with enough buying power. But I think that, you know, wellness will evolve into something else. You know, I think for earlier generations, you could say that like self-help was a big thing mm-hmm. um, uh, in the rise of self-help books and all these sorts of things. And, and, you know, if you just invest in yourself, if you invest in this thing, you will feel better. And I, I do think it will evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that people will become more, more sophisticated though, in, in these products and, and understand what works and what doesn't work for them. And, and maybe it is like, you, you know, there's nothing wrong with having uh, a bubble bath every once in a while. As long oh, as of course. Of course. I mean, who doesn't want that? As long as you recognize that it's, it's just, it's just a, a piece of it, like a part of it, you know, like it's not, exactly. it's not the be all end all. And I think a lot of people will start to, to, to get that and understand that. And I mean, I certainly have, I come to realize the thing that I really enjoy actually uh, like our facials I love it when people, yeah, I love the, the, um, just being like, like hands through my hair. It's kind of like, um, you know, when you go to get a haircut and then they shampoo your head. It's my favorite part of a haircut. Absolutely. It's It's why I get a haircut. Your entire face. So it's great. Um, this was a, this was a, uh, an off tangent thing, but anyway, uh, that's what I think is what's next. And I think, I do think it will evolve. And I, I do think that people will be a little bit more, um, sophisticated and aware of, of what it is that they're buying. I agree. I I'm excited to see where it goes and I hope that it goes towards that more positive trend and less towards just trying to be continuing like money grabs. And, uh, yeah, you know what, uh, we haven't talked about meta or the metaverse because I freaking hate meta, <laughs> but, 
I do wonder from like a wellness perspective, like whether like virtual reality uh, and these sorts of things, you know, that escapism that we talk about, like whether that, whether it's music, whether it's cinema, whether it's book, it's, and whether now it's the, the, ugh, the metaverse, uh, maybe that'll have a role to play in things too. I hope not, but. We need a whole other episode for your discussion on the metaverse. Um, I think so, right? If, if we're moving towards virtual reality, which it sounds like we are, and we're kind of obviously seeing things like meta and a lot of other businesses start to invest in VR, um, I think so, right? It's, it's just going to amplify the things that we do. So when you're hanging out with your friends, having that social aspect of your life, that's going to start being a virtual reality. Um, if we think about meditation, you know, you pop in your ear- earphones and listen to Andy from Headspace or anywhere else, <laughs> but I love Andy from Headspace. Um, but, you know, you're going to pop on your VR and you're going to be like exposed to this whole world of options that will bring it to the next level. So I think there's definitely a trend that we're going to see that's going to just like take it to a whole other level, I bet. Yeah. Well, with that, thinking about the future of wellness, I think maybe we should take a moment to meditate ourselves after this <laughs> wonderful conversation. <laughs> Your listeners, take a moment to meditate as we wrap up this episode. 